Point Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping. But if you'd like to stay, let's get hammered. is going on people this is fucking point hammered episode 127 holy shit we're doing it again we're back today june 23rd 2015 <laughs> what the hell's been going on man i've been painting again buddy fucking painting really? on the orctonian really finished his shield mm-hmm the night of the tooth. The night of this the unit champ. So I figured I'd give him a sign of wealth on his shield. <laughs> so I gave him a tooth, <laughs> a human tooth, not an orc tooth. Mm-hmm. Turned out pretty badass. The pitcher's a bit washed out, but eventually I'll get some good picks when he's all, all right. assembled. And then I started painting on his fucking trousers. Got the trousers done, the mm-hmm. headband done. I was doing some theorizing on why in the fuck it takes me so long to paint these guys. Yeah. So what, you, what got you got your basic orc model, mm-hmm. and then you go and add a ton of extra shit onto it. So then you got your your Orctonian model, and I think that's the issue because I spent all this fucking time dicking around painting head wraps and Orctonian yeah, emblems, that. and anytime there's a little shield or something, you want to split the color on it and mm-hmm. or quad color it, you know, check it, whatever the fuck you're gonna do. So get some nice checks going. Yeah, really fucking takes a lot of time, but. I don't know. I'm having a good time with it. So, I mean, yeah, I think so. Thinking of some fucking That's other a good strategy if fun painting shit to work don't on. Don't want to spend a long time painting a model. <laughs> Just remove all that stuff if it has it. Don't add any to yeah. start with. Cut it off. And then if it has it, cut off that little pouch. <laughs> well, another thing you get, you know, you get shoulder pads that you can or can't glue on. They got the gob that you can glue on there. So, if you just leave all that shit off, the painting time will be much faster, mm-hmm. but are you doing some savage ones? That'll probably come out. I will eventually. I'm not. I have a ton of the models. Fucking mosquitoes! I fucking hate. You how can't the, how fucking get in here. I don't know. Look at Bully. He's just sitting there. He's not doing anything. It's his fucking job to kill any insect that gets in here. Fucking or at least play with it until it dies of natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, natural cat inflicted causes. <laughs> but I don't remember what I was saying. I'm fucking pissed oh, off. Oh, savage orcs. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a couple boxes of them, so I think I'm gonna do it for the errands. Mm-hmm. Seems to be the most sensible. Be cool is like maybe give them some like heraldry tattoos or something. You know, like shield tattoo. And- yeah, but they, they're clearly like Bretonian <laughs> tattoos or something like that. You know. Yeah, that's just what I need. <laughs> Sounds like, pretty badass, actually. They have like a tattoo of the armor plates on themselves. <laughs> if they can't rusty shitty armor <laughs> tattoos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be fun. Something to play around with. If I did that, I'd keep them really simple, just like black outlines. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm sure you could tattoo orc flesh. Why the fuck not? Yeah, man. Other than that, as you can see, Hastings Wood Studios is completed. Mm-hmm. We now have a sweet area for recording. Complete with deer head. Complete. No Wisconsin household. Oh, the deer head. is <laughs> complete without the deer head on the wall. That's a Sherwanka family heirloom there. Her brother ah. took that deer, and he died five or six yeah, years back so okay. that's the arrow that he brought it down with sitting up in the horns there mm-hmm. Maybe that'll make a good episode cover yeah but uh mcclicken can you hear the dog to... clicking on the fucking tile floor when you when you're going down you want me to take you out with that arrow too <laughs> no i, I can see why get a, get a new arrow new tradition <laughs> you want to reuse that shit 
Nice. Other than that, I've been gearing up for bits. Printed out my list at Century today. Yeah. Seven copies of that, baby. Is it legal? Yeah, it's legit. As far as you're, it's been approved. Got approved. I double-checked all the items. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I was getting hung up on, the items in the BRB versus the items in the Are you Arby taking book. Ogres or yeah. Beastman? Or? Yeah, it's a pretty similar list to what I had last year. I was on the verge of doing up a second cannon and decided to say, fuck that. The conversion work's almost done. I got the shooter, the shooter done. I got to come up with a little Ungor model for it. And I still got finished converting up the cannon itself. I just want to add a little bit of railing to the platform and just some extra bits and bubbles. Yeah, so that was the, like, bull Taurus. Great Taurus, you know, yeah. it is. Um, Brett's been bitching at me to finish it, to get it off the table, because she <laughs> says the cannon looks like a dick. Every time she glances at it, she thinks there's a dick on the model. <laughs> so uh, she wants to finish it yeah. off the work table. I think you got to kind of leave it there now. <laughs> That's why I told you know, her, like, keep dick on the like mind. a little horned at, you know, like a 7% horned at. I don't think it works like the same for women. <laughs> I think it, I think I don't it think does, not on the same scale. I don't think a woman sees a dick and gets turned on. Or like a guy sees, you know, tits or something. You see, he, like, he's like 80% turned on. Like yeah. a woman, I think, is like single digits. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not sold, though, because I told her that was going to be my plan, and she's like, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, got a lot of stuff going. I've been having a good time with it, too. Since the house is done, I don't know what the fuck to do with my free time. I changed mm-hmm. the oil in two lawnmowers, a snow thrower, a truck, two cars, and two fucking motorcycles. <laughs> oh, wow. Got 11 gallons of spent oil sitting there. That's just like, what the fuck am I going to do with my time? What's on the list that's been sitting there for six months? Okay. Mm-hmm. Weird. It's weird having free time again, and it's nice. Last night, I pulled on my wiener for a good half an hour. I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. Mm, good deal. Yeah. What have you been up to, buddy? Uh, I've been quite busy myself, John. Yeah? Actually, we just had a campaign day last week. We're up to 500 points. No shit. And we're officially halfway done with the campaign, and we're actually calling a break ah. for several reasons. Ninth edition or Age uh, of Sigmar, as it is? Yeah, Age of Sigmar, that's one of them. So, you know, we're working on these. We're adding points and stuff. Yeah. So we don't know, you know, what we want to add, you know, or if you want to even keep going mm-hmm. with everything once the new rules drop. So there's that. Um, Butcher's down at Fort Knox. Ledge is in Europe right now. So we're, we're a couple people Italia. down. Yeah, he's in Italy. We're going to Germany in like a week or two or something like that. Yeah. So They let that terrorist-looking motherfucker fly, <laughs> huh? <laughs> Those bros are out. And then I'm um, just getting the updates from everybody. Everybody's kind of um been slow getting me the pictures and everything else for our blog updates so i think everybody just kind of needs a break too uh in addition to everything been going for five months actually probably five and a half six and a half maybe straight um so yeah we're still gonna probably get together on our regular games days yeah and then once. I wouldn't have minded coming for a bits warm up game, but I just figured everybody was embroiled in this campaign. Yeah, we had a epic like five way battle at Bear's house. Now since Butcher's out, we've been doing it at Bear. He's got his garage completely renovated. It's pretty sweet. He went in, and put some foam down on the ground, and put some wood on top of it. It's nice and springy. It'll be nice and warm during the frozen uh, Wapaka <laughs> tournament season. Uh, so Bear's looking forward to using it for that. Nice. 
Um, besides that, yeah. Mm-hmm, definitely. So we're going to continue to get together every two weeks because that's a good thing going. Yeah. Uh, we're probably going to actually start up, get some games of Infinity or Saga in because we... Most of us have this stuff for it. Yeah. But between the campaign getting it ever getting together every two weeks and then those guys do D and D two once a month. Yeah. So they're already getting together three times a month for gaming. So adding like the fourth or the fifth time per month mm-hmm. has not worked out at all. So we're gonna be getting some of that in. Me and Legend just did the Ice Storm intro and nobody else has played anything, so we're looking forward to cracking into those rules a bit more. I started painting that Night Chaplain. Yeah, I've seen your seen, progress there. Seen that on Twitter. Yeah, he's coming along pretty nicely. Um, he's actually probably my least favorite model um, that I was doing, trying to figure out the color scheme on and everything. Yeah. Because he's essentially, you know, in any sci-fi game, you got to have a dude in armor with a sword <laughs> swinging it around. So, yeah. Infinity's no exception here. Um it turned out pretty cool. Um, I might actually go back and add some of the other knights. For the Pan-Oceana, they have, like, Knights Templar, Hospitalar, and all these different knightly orders you can get. It's kind of weird because some of them have the swords and stuff, and then yeah. they'll just have, like, machine guns and stuff, too. <laughs> some of them look pretty silly. <laughs> uh, but there's at least one other knight model that looks pretty cool that I might pick up. But otherwise, I, mean, I like more of the just the infantry dudes and stuff um, with the power armor and stuff like that. Yeah. The color schemes turn out pretty cool. The first ones I did were kind of like... So, in Infinity, all the models are super brightly painted on all the boxes and stuff, all the official models. Yeah. So, I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. I'm just going to do a more realistic. Sure. Because you know, they're like special ops teams. They're not going to be coming down like in bright blue armor with like redheads and stuff like that. <laughs> Old school fucking space marines, yeah. dude. So I did um did one in kind of gray and actually with like little camo and stuff like that. And camo never really looks really good on mm, armor on uh, actually infantry models because it looks good on takes because you can do it with a bigger scheme. Yeah. But then for infantry, you're always just like, oh, yeah, that is camo. Like, does it look good? Maybe, maybe not. I had an alright theme going on Macadians. It's pretty simple still, but yeah, but you can't really do it up to a high scheme because the right. purpose of camo is not to contrast. So the way you paint a nice yeah. model is to contrast. <laughs> Turns out, so your camo that you're painting is essentially used, you know, not really yeah. camo at all. Just but to it's add just some visual appeal, some more pop to the model. <laughs> yeah, so I did one up like that, and then I ended up stripping them, and then I kind of went back on these guys. I'm like. Well, I don't want to do blue. I kind of want to do like a golden thing. And then with my colors, it kind of looks a little more yellow. Yeah. But then in animes and stuff, when they do gold, it's just yellow. So it looks like golden, yeah. like a golden anime figure. So it kind of fits in line. And actually, I went back and loaded up some pigment with a um, with that matte medium, the yeah. Lamian. Sure. And then, so um, once it's done, I'll probably take more pictures. But you can see... If you see it in person, there's actually, uh, you know, I did all the painting, like the non-metallic with the, you know, yellows and browns or whatever. And then I went back and added some, like, golden flakes yeah. and stuff and some copper flakes to the sh- shadow areas. So it is, like, a little bit metallic, too, um, just kind of slightly. So I'm kind of, you know, it's a little cartoony, but I think for uh, Infinity and their 
you know, the overall color scheme of everything. I think it fits right in. So sure, I'm um, looking forward. This is probably the most painting I've done in <laughs> months. Quite, probably since the painting up the Raj model. Yeah, yeah, you know, that challenge. Uh, so I'm actually getting kind of stoked, putting in a solid couple hours a day for the last two days. So as long as I just keep that streak going, you know, I'm golden, man. Keep going like the one in your fucking <laughs> underpants. <laughs> yeah. So that's what's going on All with right. me. Looking forward. Getting some more games in. Just in a holding pattern for yeah, fantasy I a, shit. I got a fucking practice game lined up for bits with Andrew Ratman. Oh, get that Friday. In after he beat my ass horribly last time around. After I kick the hookers out of my hotel room, I'll get over to the... <laughs> I got a hotel room out of my fucking self because everybody bailed. Mm-hmm. So it's no HPBs. Hadn't nah. So you're going out Friday? Yeah, head down Friday night. When was the last time you played Warhammer? Fair question. I don't remember. Probably, probably the, the campaign. opening campaign day. 100-point battle. campaign <laughs> games, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, totally. Oh, the last tournament would be the last time I yeah. played big games. That would be cool. Akon. <laughs> That should be fun, knowing it's like your last eighth edition tournament, probably. Yeah. Um, depending, are you planning for North Star or no? Ye- tentatively, yes. Okay. We got to so see where the house stuff ends one. up. But. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll talk about that later, though. Let's get on to the email of the week, buddy. Yeah, this one coming from the fucking Skull, Skull Bros. Bros. You may have heard it on the Black Sun. Yeah. Podcast, but we're gonna kick it out again. Yeah. Get those guys. Get them some fucking, I don't know. I don't know what they're planning, but it sounds like something big. Yeah, Bigger sorry. than the age of Sigmar, that's for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's fucking hit it. They sent in a commercial. We'll play it here. Here you go. Previously on season one of Skull Bros Awesome. Guys, guys, guys. I've got the heart of a champion. I know you do, and that's why I'll follow you to the gates of hell. Wait a minute, aren't, aren't we supposed to be recording a podcast? Uh, nope. Time to get salty. Okay, guys, seriously, on three. Three, two... That's backwards. Well, do you go through, well, I don't know. One, two, three, three, two, one. <laughs> on, on three, three, two... <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst Danny Glover ever. Stay tuned for the gripping conclusion in Season 2 of Skull Bros Awesome. All right, so that's the fucking Skull Bros. Pretty entertaining. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Sounds like a fun waste of time making that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, definitely would be pretty fun to make something like that. I can't imagine the number of giggles that ensued (laughs) during the creation process. Ours would be like the shitty script from a gay porno. (laughs) (laughs) Complete with sounds fucking like a, sounds later. Sounds like a pretty good segment. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do we got here, buddy? Event of the, the week? week? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, baby. Raj Podge. Lay it on us. Coming up July 25th. It's going down. It's doubling as the Raj. Bachelor party? Bachelor party, pretty much. That's a Saturday? That's a Saturday. Cool. Yeah, we're going to have some fun. Yeah. Anybody who uh, knows me personally and just wants to show up at my house... And play games and drink beer with us is more than welcome to. Um, yeah, if we can get the the Madison crew, Cohen, <laughs> the Cohen boat. Oh, you know who I ran into on a fucking weird related note. We went okay. to, we went to Appleton. Mm-hmm. We're just driving downtown. We're looking for a place to eat. So we get out park and who's walking down the fucking road but Ben Jammin, oh, his brother buddy. and his mom. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was just this weird random meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. 
Maybe he'll come over for the pod. Yeah, man. I'll shoot him an email. Yeah, Yeah, we're not going to do anything formal. Yeah. My plan is... Pants off Warhammer. One of the groomsmen, Eric, used to play Warhammer back in like 2002, 2003. Try and lure him back in. Yeah. So he wants to do bachelor party shit, like... Tits and beer? Yeah, he went... For his, we went like fishing up on Lake Superior, and then his brother, we went to like some kind of adventure course thing, and then he's like, oh, what do you got planned? And like, he wants to go do something. I'm like, no, I know you still got those models, bro, but you're going to come over, you're going to play fucking Warhammer with us. (laughs) He's like, oh, my party, dude. Oh, man. (laughs) So that'll be good. Um, Probably opportunity to check out the new rules. Yeah. Stop everybody. He was always kind of competitive. Yeah, he was. You know, so there'll be a good chance for him to jump in. You know, be on <laughs> at e- the end e- of eighth e- edition or, or be ninth by then, right? Yeah, it'll be Age of Sigmar, so we'll all be kind of on even footings. Yeah. Um, maybe start from scratch. See, but yeah, so that'll be interesting blast from the past to see those models of his. <laughs> yeah, all like bring chaos. the dwarves. Yeah, it'd be old school, like a an three thousand point an inconclusive battle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be hilarious yeah the, he has the classic red yeah and then he had Corn. some like yeah he, well he started out with like black and like brass mm-hmm. on the really old plastic chaos warriors yeah and then like the new ones came out which are like the current ones on foot yeah and then he's got the metal version of those guys on steeds as the knights <laughs> yeah. and he painted those guys in corn symbols because he realized by then he was a corn devotee <laughs> wasn't going to bother with any of those other chaos gods <laughs> but yeah so looking forward to that mm-hmm. um moving on do you what have you been listening to um reading still reading the heroes by abercrombie mm-hmm. how far along pretty awesome i am about to start day two mm. or is it day some three preliminary fights i don't know yeah that's weird because i think the whole book takes place in just a few days yeah, there's like a little pre preamble. Yeah. It's like two or three days of fighting and then then a wind down. Yeah. The uh Well there's an Abercrombie book too, so I can't have a satisfactory conclusion to it. <laughs> so I just, finished, just keep that in mind. <laughs> I finished when the I think it was day, is either day one or two where the Northmen assault the hill and take it back. Mm-hmm. So day one was <laughs> the fucking the union are holding the hill <laughs> mm-hmm. by the end it's pretty cool so you probably read that one chapter where it starts out with one of the what are the imperials what are they oh yeah you know, where it's a battle chapter so it starts out with one guy sections like then a, one he, page to two page sections then he gets killed and then it follows the guy that killed him yeah it just keeps doing until that. he gets killed yeah. And then so it goes through like five or six different people. Yeah, that was a really cool, really cool chapter. As the battle's progressing, just what's going on. And mm-hmm. I think it starts out with some lowly like crossbow man or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it ends with uh, Gorst. Yeah, Gorst. Stopping the North, he's the my, charge of the Northmen. He's my favorite. Keeping him on the other side of the river. Yeah, he's hilarious. So unable to communicate anything to anyone. <laughs> just like huge guy with a... And he's a super awesome fighter. Yeah, with a great, miserable little squeaky voice. He just fucking rips on him. <laughs> but yeah. he, he's really awesome. He's gonna get to fight whatever that Norseman hero, the blade, or whatever the dude that has a really historic longsword. Oh yeah, Worm, Worm, yeah, something like that. Yeah, they have a pretty awesome fight towards the end of the book. 
Yeah, that'll be a pretty epic battle. You might have just given away part of what he's been hinting at because Warren's always hinting at how he's going to meet his fate. Mm. Son of a bitch. Don't say any more. Not really. Okay. <laughs> Either way, it's, it's really, I don't, I'm not as into it as I was best served cold yet because that was super fucking good. But this is really well, good that's as well. kind of like a... Yeah, like a revenge novel, so it's going to be building up, you know, right. almost like a heist type thing. Where yeah, this is all action, adventure, fighting, battle, mm-hmm. a little bit of politics. Schemen, but yeah, either way, it's still super good so far. So I'm digging it. What have you been uh, reading, listening to? Uh, I'm still listening to Skull Throne, but for I've actually been reading for uh, me and Kelly's book club. She picked Unbroken, which yeah. they made a movie out of this. Okay. Uh, maybe a year or two ago. It's the same lady who wrote Sea Biscuit, <laughs> but it follows this guy Louis Zamperini, yeah, who is ended up being in World War Two. Okay, and he's kind of an interesting uh, biography, but it mostly focuses on his young life when he was like Olympic runner. So it's like all really interesting about 1930s running and like <laughs> who were the greats back then and the different <laughs> strategies and stuff. So he ran in the Olympics. And like nineteen, you know, whatever ones were in Berlin. Yeah. And then he's in World War Two, and he's like a bombardier in okay. the Pacific. So you get all these like cool kind of training stories, and like uh, he didn't see much action, but then he gets shot down, and then he's like um, drifting across the Pacific <laughs> for like you know, I think like sixty days or something <laughs> like that. This so is that, a true story. Yeah. Okay. So this all happened to this guy, and then. Um, he gets captured by the Japanese, and he's in like a POW uh-huh. camp yeah. in mainland Japan. Okay, and they're just like tormented ruthlessly. <laughs> it's a, it's really a really cool book. Yeah, um, it was a pretty good pick as far as Kelly picks go. <laughs> um, everything was really interesting uh, to learn about the running, and then just being adrift and everything they did to survive. Yeah, and how fucking miserable those POW camps were, and everything else. Uh, so the story's really interesting. The writing's okay. You know, it's kind of like a journalist-type yeah. writing. Okay. Um, <laughs> I kind of want to see the movie. If you like the movie, you'll probably like the book. I'm assuming it's just more more of the same shit. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. But, okay. yeah, I'm broken. It's a pretty good pick. It's is, about 300-something uh, pages. Is a sea biscuit similar to an air biscuit? <laughs> is a sea biscuit when you fart in the water? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's addressed, but there is a, there's a sea biscuit reference in there. Oh, yeah. Because um, Louis a racer, and so sea biscuit's yeah. a racer, too. So somehow there's like a comparison between them. Uh, and the I see. Book. All right. <laughs> so that one's pretty good. I would recommend. If you like military fiction at all or... I don't know. For some reason, people being stranded in the ocean are really interesting to me. I think I'm going to go try to find more books about that. You like Castaway a lot? <laughs> Castaway, you know. It's one of my favorite movies still. <laughs> I love that shit. Maybe I'll get the novelization. <laughs> the audio version of the novelization. Uh-huh. Okay. Maybe I'll just head out in a little raft. You just see if I can make Michigan. if I can make it out there, yeah. See if you can float over to Traverse City. <laughs> see if Ratman will pick me up. <laughs> your, your beard's like down your chest. You're super skinny and bedraggled and so sunburned. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. But, Sounds awful. Mm-hmm. Okay. You been obsessing about anything? Yeah, I'm pretty obsessed with uh, Mistborn right now. It's been that's been part of the reason I've been painting so much because I got so sucked into it. Super good. So mm-hmm. still working on that. I think I've talked about it about three episodes now. 
exactly. Yeah, yeah, but, I would say. Are you just doing the first one still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, that's the best one. It's everything it's touted to be. So it's got cool gotten magic. Into it, yeah, and it's like a big cool. caper. If you haven't gotten into it, definitely do so. It's really good. Although mm-hmm. I say that, having not heard the end yet, <laughs> could be a real dud. It could die on the vine, as it were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, what are you uh, obsessed with these days? Yeah, Logan. Other than internet trannies, pretty, pretty big into the the board game again. So once I got that fan the flames game, yeah, I'd been on a strict no buying board games because <laughs> it was so expensive. Right. Well, yeah, they're like fifty or sixty, seventy bucks a piece, and then you only play them, you know, three times a year is pretty <laughs> pretty often for some of these games. So I was like, eh, I'm not going to buy any games anymore. I'm just going to play the games that other people have so i got that fan the flames game though yeah i talked about last time so this one oh the kind of like adult pop, game yeah pop the cherries and i'm like yeah i gotta get you know just get regular games so i started out i got well me and kelly play a lot of two-player games too so i've been looking for like actual you know not just card games but actually two-player yeah. kind of board game so i got this love letter game which I've heard talked about. I think it's been around for a long time, but it's actually super fun. There's only 16 cards, and it's really simple, and it's really fun because yeah. the games go really quick. So you got to win, like you know, depending on how many people are playing, like four or five or six games yeah. to be the final winner. But it goes really <laughs> quick. And there's a lot of deduction, and it's really simple. Yeah, and I've been playing it, you know, with the Wasa gang, who not a lot of them are board gamers or anything like that. So sure. It's a really good game for just regular people to kind of get into because your turn comes up and you have like one decision to make. Do you want to play this card or that card? But then there's a lot of layering going on where you're trying to card count and see who has what and try yeah. to make guesses and stuff like that. It's a metagame going yeah, on? Yeah, so if you pay attention, um, you'll do a lot better at that game. So it's really, really fun. Like $9, I think it was 9 bucks to pick it. So compared to... All those elaborate fifty dollar board games and stuff. We've been playing this way more, this way cheaper. So I'm kind of on the lookout for other games like that. If anybody okay out there has any, I definitely. Are you it. consistently just beating the shit out of Kelly at all of these games? Um, no, not really. She can do good at Love Letter, yeah, too, because it's kind of random. But if you pay attention, you, you don't have Stack much more ads. of advantage. Kind of like count, then, card counting, but simpler. Yeah, more simpler. Um, I usually do beat her at most of the games. <laughs> so she really likes Love Letter because I only just... Yeah, she wins sometimes. Or sure. you just win games. You know, you, you have to win so many games to be the overall winner. But yeah. So in the meantime, you're still like winning rounds and stuff like that. So you're not okay. just playing this big game and then just at the end you lose. Yeah. You have little victories throughout. So sure. She, yeah, she really likes that one. That's a good. It amazes me she still plays games with you because <laughs> over time, just like, why am I bothering? <laughs> well, a few, a few of them. <laughs> so we quickly move on from those ones. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyways. Cool, man. What do you got for a music pick? Music pick. So, yeah. Last one I picked, this is fucking ages ago. Yeah. Um, was like some dubstep. Yeah. Maybe it maybe it really wasn't dubstep. I can't remember. But it was this dude Cell Dweller. Yeah. He had like kinda electronic music for playing Infinity Two. So this one I went out and I started looking for epic music that would be appropriate for Warhammer. 
playing, so it's not electric. And um, I found this dude, James Dooley. He's on Spotify, and he's actually worked with the Cell Dweller guy. Yeah. And he's got a few different kinds of albums and stuff like that. Well, he's got these, uh, like, symphonic tracks that they're kind of just like, they sound like movie kind of tracks, like shit from, like, Gladiator or... Master, Braveheart. Master and Commander, Far Side of the World <laughs> kind of stuff. So, and they've been pretty good to you just zone out and like work to as well. Yeah. Because they're really epic. And um, they're just a lot of fun. So this one, this is James Dooley. He does have albums where he sings and he's not a good singer. But sure. He, he has ones that without any words. So this one is called Brotherhood. Okay. And it's just two minutes long. All right. Yeah, you, you'll get what I'm talking Let's about. Let's fucking lay it quick. on him. Yeah. All right, it's another shitty music pick from Rogers. <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> we got fucking Point Hammered History. So, for this episode of Point Hammer History, I broke out the fucking the complete Games Workshop catalog and hobby reference, the 2004-2005 edition, <laughs> as if there was ever any other fucking edition. <laughs> what fucking a fucking sweet. Cl- if you need Temple Guard Halberd number three, I got your fucking part <laughs> number, bro. You can order that shit right up. You need the motherfucking yeah. winged nightmare hind leg number two. Boom. <laughs> this thing came out. It was fucking epic for converters. Yeah, it's like the size like, of a phone book. Yeah, Big, bigger. Massive. It's all glossy pages. It's super well done. Some and there's like little hobby articles in here. How to make mm-hmm. a fucking obelisk and shit. How to you can get. The Pterodon head number two by part number, bro. Mm-hmm. Some poor son of a bitch had to go through 
list and photograph every single goddamn bit in the GW range. Mm-hmm. What a fucking miserable... Oh, Lord of the Bling oh, is in here? Wow. Battlefleet Gothic. Yeah, so that much must be right before they discontinued all that shit. Yeah, Blood Bowl, Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. Huh? Remember that fucking... It's fucking cool. The book? Yeah, a ton just of to see, because it's like everything that they produce, basically. Yeah, everything that was fucking current at the time is in here. Mm-hmm. Warmaster, even, bro. Fucking Warmaster. Yeah. All the terrain crap. I wonder why. That book is just cool. Yeah. You get lots of ideas looking through it. I wonder why they don't. I know they have the visions and everything else, but... Well, these days, like, like everything's a- plastic kits, so... Yeah, but even then, like... They could sell like the individual bits off them, or you know they're always trying to stop those bits resellers from doing that. Like, why yeah. don't they just do it themselves? Obviously, there's like a demand there's for a it. Fucking huge market for it. Yeah, because I don't know those fucking dickweeds would jack up the price on everything. It wouldn't even be worth it. Yeah, but like they're not. I don't know why are they. <laughs> you're stopping other people from doing, it, but you're not providing an alternative. Well, I guess the alternative is. Just buy the, the fucking, buy the fucking box of models to get that one little piece out of there. <laughs> yeah, I need medieval horse head number one. That's I gotta classic. buy the whole fucking the whole box kit here. <laughs> I don't know if you can even get those the medieval horse head because those would only be on metal models or maybe fine crap. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, those well, horses are probably done. That might be the end of those. Yeah. I don't know. When was, sure. What was, hope so. when was the last kit with the skelly steed in it? Oh god, probably a. Uh, chariot for the thing yeah, tomb king chariot tomb king yeah chariot. i guess it's still gone <laughs> it's living on in the tomb king chariot <laughs> box they could have just made a new <laughs> a new a skeleton, new skeleton horse well, but they're like well we got this one from the early 80s how much can you really do with a skeletal steed though <laughs> a skeleton's a fucking skeleton well they redid the ones for like the black knights and stuff those guys yeah. look cool they got they little bits of armor and stuff flesh and some organs in there it's more like a zombie horse than a skeleton uh, horse, dude. Yeah. Either way, when this thing came out, I remember it being the, one of the most epic things that had happened in a long time. Mm-hmm. Holy fucking shit balls! Yeah. Did you take that from Jayco, or because usually when I just sit at your hobby shop and then you could like look no. through it and place your order. I bought a copy when they came out. Mm. Is there a price tag on the on the That's back of that bad boy? Just what I was checking. I'm sure there is. Thirty. 30. <laughs> Dude, that's even yeah. got the year. Uh, February of 2004 is when it was in the store, and I think I bought it right away. So, <laughs> February of 04, like, my old lady is always ripping on me for being a pack rat. Uh huh. I think they should try to go and place an order, <laughs> see, if, see if those numbers still work. Call the mail order trolls. Can... <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I got your bits book here. I need to order some bits. <laughs> if I can think you're a retard, yeah, water on the brain. <laughs> uh huh. So, um, Either way, what a fucking classic piece of history. Mm-hmm. I was at the height of the GW conversion madness. Yeah. With, with the, at least with the metal models. Yeah, when they used to encourage like people to do cool shit with their stuff. Mm-hmm. Not just raise the price and encourage people to pay a lot of money for yeah. shit. Because <laughs> I got a lot of stuff out of there for the Dogs of War army. Yeah, for sure. So like, there's uh, that Rutgar Empire General. He's like a metal Empire General. But I really liked his lance on him because it was nice and meaty and thick. So all the Dogs of War knights I did use that same. I just ordered like seven of that arm. Yeah. 
And like it was awesome because it's so thick it never bends or anything. Yeah. And readily uh, available. And then it kind of had the puffy sleeves. So then I did up the puffy sleeves on the other arm. I got the treasure chest from that Paymaster kit. Mm. Like I never bought the Paymaster, but I got the <laughs> chest piece. And I the, got a few of those treasure chests too around. I got some of the Greasis, Gold Tooth Knoblars. Yeah, with the gold. Yeah, those were hanging out with my paymaster. Remember when there was a uh, like the bits bins all collapsed or something? Yeah, and yeah. you could just order really cheap bits by weight, and you just get whatever the fuck showed the fuck up. Yeah, I remember <laughs> just that. A big sack of it. Yeah, I remember ordering like twenty, thirty bucks worth of that. <laughs> yeah, you just get it by the. I think you'd order like a pound or something for like fifteen bucks or something like that. Yeah, I had no idea what was going to arrive. Mm-hmm. I remember the Warhammer forum it was like a light because like. You know, some dude got 38 Dark Elf Corsair Standard yeah. Bears in his lot. So he's looking, I don't know what I'm going to do with all these Corsair Standard Bears. Like, does anyone want to trade? Convert them, dude. Mm-hmm. Got a whole unit of Corsairs there. But I think it kept going a year or two after that. I think that maybe was just in the U.S. Yeah. The big, some dude in a forklift knocked over <laughs> one of the shelves and it created a domino Real effect. Fuck stick affair going on over there. Mm-hmm. All right. What do we got for podcast of the month? Yeah, Raj. this one. Roger's first podcast of the month. I'm going to throw it out to the Cast of Kings podcast. Okay. Because this has been my erstwhile companion for the last season of Game of Thrones. Yeah. So it's pretty simple. They just, for each episode of the show, they do an episode review of it with their opinions about yeah. the show, how it compares to the books. Uh, they try not to spoil stuff in the future, but... I've been listening to it a lot and really enjoying it this season because um, you can't really talk about the show with people who aren't caught up with you because yeah. of the potential spoilers. And then, like, I don't know, all my friends are all over the place with how far along they are. Uh, so uh, most of them, are, my friends, aren't even really keeping up currently. They just wait for it to come out yeah. on the following DVD. So. It's really good if like you don't have anyone to chat to about about the show right away. Sure. So it kind of it's kind of cool because you watch the show, you enjoy it, and then you listen to the podcast, and it's just like watching the show again, and you kind of enjoy it all over again. And then they, um, one thing they'll do is point out stuff that like if you don't watch every episode directly yeah. in a row, you wouldn't know. But like this character was the same one from season two. You know that was like the same horror or something like that. Or so really interesting stuff like that. So yeah, Cast the Kings has really been really fun. It's all wrapped up for this season. So sure. they they only do you know ten episodes. Okay. Each year. I haven't even but, heard of this. this yeah. Makes sense though. People want to listen to fucking yeah, I, anything. I think or. yeah, pretty much any show you like. Now I'm almost certain because this. I've been seeing this on other shows too. Yeah, there'll be a couple podcasts where all they do is just talk about that show. <laughs> that comes, yeah, they just like have the Madman podcast or the Break a Bad podcast. Or, <laughs> yeah, if you just got to be the first one, get in on the ground floor and yeah. try to figure out what's going to be really awesome. Then you can get a couple hundred thousand. Orange is the new black podcast, John. Yeah. Should, we, should we go in? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I, yeah, that's what I need. Another podcast. I think it is what you need. Another <laughs> podcast. Okay. Yeah, Cast the Kings. Really fun. Okay, cool. Have you been... Are you all wrapped up? Have you been watching the show? No. Recently? I haven't watched You did? I think I watched like the first one, maybe. <laughs> okay. It's solid. I'm yeah. loving it. 
Yeah, I'm sure I'd get into it's it. It's its own entity now I from just, the Bucks, but right. I just don't. I love both. Care to fucking sit and watch a show? Really, I sit and listen know. to one and paint maybe, but yeah. Yeah, you've watched plenty of shows. <laughs> Plenty of it's not Longmire, but <laughs> it's no fucking Longmire, dude. It's pretty good. You might enjoy it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, let's fucking move along. Johnny's army theme. Army theme. So I'm still not feeling the putting two hours of converting into a fucking into every single model. So mm-hmm. I was thinking it through, and what I'd be most likely to do now, but will never actually do, is to do a fucking paint challenge army and i was looking at what you were doing with the yellows mm-hmm. on the model you've been putting up on twitter and i thought it'd be pretty cool to do a yellow themed army where i was because the orctonian thing is a lot of just playing with mostly greens because everybody's got greens mm-hmm. but other colors as well but i thought it'd be cool to do an army where you just focused on a yellow color scheme and just see where the fuck you can take it in every which direction. So you can yeah. do you know, bright yellows. You can do sickly, creamy yellows. You can tinge it with other colors and do um, whatever the fuck you can kind of come up with. And that would just be the fucking Maybe. test. Yeah. So the thought was I would do... I thought about which armies would work best. And you could probably... I first thought Empire, You know, if you had different regiments or something. But that doesn't sound very exciting. And it's mm-hmm. better if you have consistency in that so then i was thinking you do dark elves oh dark dark elves it'd be really interesting yeah um see so the the goal then would be you're not making anything competitive you're just gonna make a couple of every single unit that's in the book and you're gonna fucking tweak the colors a little bit for every unit as well so you'll have this overall yellow theme maybe you do it on a model by model basis like this bro's got a new uniform his shit's fucking crisp and bright yellow Mm -hmm. this bro next to him has been fighting for a while his shit is a little fucking worn out looking so and with the dark elves another thing that would be cool is you could fucking work it into the skin tones so you do more of an asian type tone where you Mm -hmm. take like honky skin colors and just start putting in a little bit of beige put in a little bit of just straight up yellow light yellow dark yellow see what you can come up with so then you got your slight skin tone variations and then you also got color variations across the models as well um Mm -hmm. i think it'd be a real hoot you know and you could do the horsemen two or three different kinds of horsemen there you got the knights you could do your cold ones shades of yellow you could do a big fucking yellow dragon Mm. And then yellow you, dragon would be kind of cool. Yeah, it'd be badass. And then yeah, you could do the claws two, black and gray. I think it would pop the yellow. Well. Yeah, the um, contrasting color then is purple. Well, I came so up you with can a even few. Do I put red, mostly purple, purple with yeah, like just yellow accents, trying to offset everything. If you don't want to go full yellow, yeah, or even. I thought maybe you could even do a blue accent color. I scratched blue off the yellow list because after the be Beastmen disaster, I'm not going. I think I'm more road. like a baby blue. Yeah, yeah, something really light and creamy would be cool. I think purple would work well, too. The purple, I'm working on the current Orctonian. It's uh, like a dark G-dub purple, and the lightning color is a light gray. So you get a totally different tone than I've ever done purples in before, whereas before I've always used reddish tones to lighten it up, mm. reddish, and it kind of goes to a pink, yeah. whereas this stays a really cool, mellow, yeah, pastel purple by the time you're done. I don't like done. the warm purples. I always put mine to bluish, grayish. Yeah. I think the... I mean, the warmer ones are all right, but you end up with like a magenta pink-looking yeah. shit, whereas I'm really happy with what I came up with for the current Orctonian, so I think that would go well. Either that or red, I think, because red you can make properly well too, mm-hmm. um, and you could take red to an orange 
uh, as your highlight, and then so you got red to orange, and then your yellow is your main color. So it all fucking yeah. flows. It's a really warm, almost Sounds fiery like a looking Stannis army. Baratheon, <laughs> flaming. So the Lord of Light, the flaming heart. That same rule would also apply if you want to do ogres, because you could fuck with the skin tones of ogres all over the place and come up with some real fun, cool shit. No, you got to have all. 30 ogres in your army to have the exact same skin color. <laughs> Doing these Orctonians. They're racially I, pure, John. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Doing these Orctonians, I think it's the first time I've ever done non-fucking-honky color. I think I did a few one-off black guys in the Cadian army. Mm-hmm. But um, like in, in terms of consistently, I've never done anything other than fucking straight-up pale honky skin tone. Mm-hmm. So I'm really having a hoot with it. Um, yeah. Interesting. Well, as a little side note, you might want to pick up some Infinity shit or something like that. Oh, yeah. Because that's all painting. Like, there's there's no bits or converting, really. Uh, that'd be weird. Can't even imagine a game like that. Yeah. So, I think another thing you could do, you know, with the yellow tones, you do everybody's hair black. I thought that would look really good for the Dark Elves. Mm. Um, ogres don't really have a lot of hair, I guess, but... I suppose it's probably the only time you see yellow... Uh, most people's models as if they're doing blonde hair on somebody. <laughs> yeah. Which you don't even really see much nah. blonde hair. I don't. I did about a third or a quarter of my dwarves that way because mm-hmm. it was like divvy them up. It was like black, blonde, brown, red. Yeah, I brown, guess the dwarves are red. probably. Yeah. <laughs> and so a quarter of the models got to be I think blonde. you need to make a nice, suave, bleached, blonde beast man <laughs> to join. Uh, there's a few in there. Couple blondies, yeah, because I had that light skin tone, so about a third of the beast. Talking proper yellow, John. <laughs> well, blondes, well, maybe frost the tips. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, another thing, if if you uh, if you wanted to do like this yellow theme, and you could do most of your metals in coppers and golds too. I don't think non-metal metallic would look very good in this situation because you'd have so much other gold going on. Yeah, it would just have. get lost. But I think you could have some fun with the brasses and the bronzes and shit because you get some oranges and golds. And It'd be interesting. I think you need to do... This sounds like the yellowest model. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of like monochromatic, look, which look, generally looks good. Um, if, maybe, if done well. I don't know, yeah. Well, the golds and stuff will be distinct. Yeah. So it's already... You could also come up with some, so like all the the shafts of the weapons and stuff like that, spear shafts. Maybe just do them black, black with gray. Like it's a really dark wood. I think that would pop. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could do all like the leather and yeah, come up with a decent leather shoes yeah, black and everything else. Just either really like a scorched brown or walnut really dark brown, brown or yeah. dark brown or dark gray. With dark gray would look pretty good too. Yeah, I think that's. I don't know. It's underutilized <laughs> for sure. I don't see a lot of yellow, man. I think mm-hmm. it'd be a fucking awesome challenge, and uh, you wouldn't, yeah, the wouldn't yellow. be competitive because the goal would be to try it on every unit and make something uh, cool it, and unique. The yellow paints are a lot better than they used to be. Yeah. They used to just be the worst. Or how bad so that like, was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm kinda, I don't know. Part of my color scheme is using one of the foundation yellows, Yeah, the Iand and Dark Sun. <laughs> I think I still got some of that. From like, the original foundation. I remember that. Line, where that was like one of their goals was to make like an actual yellow that had it, coverage. It covered, yeah. The one before that was like Bad Moon yellow. Yeah, God. <laughs> it was fucking worst. Yeah, it didn't have more green than yellow. Yeah. Well, and it was so because it was so thin. You, I, oh God, I remember fucking with that piece of shit. You'd have to paint something white mm-hmm. first to just to fucking go back and yellow it with that. It was so bad. Oh well, yeah, I'm using one of the current 
GWLOs. That's we've been working great. So yeah. So either way, interesting. I'm trying yellow, to come up with fucking paint options here. Army. That's what's. I kind of want to see like a yellow dragon or a yellow. Yeah, that would be fucking like slick. Stegodon or a big T Rex Carnosaur. Or something like that. That'd look really interesting. Yeah, that would put this whole fucking thing would play out well with lizard men too. That'd be um, that's a cool idea. Because it'd be cool. Except that they left the old world, bro. That's right. Be Riella. <laughs> <laughs> Call me chicken. <laughs> nice. Fly. All right. McCase things. What do we got for a link plug here? Ah, an ass plug. Let's do uh, let's do eBay. Okay. Or Hit Amazon. the fucking eBay link. eBay. What with these beaks? What these yellow beaks? <laughs> Rogers has a hell of a beak. It's going to take a lot to wet it. <laughs> Get on that yeah. shit. Click through the support page if you're going to buy anything on eBay. Uh huh. As soon as Age of Sigmar drops, yeah. And uh, eBay's flooded with models. And when you go on there, <laughs> bruising. Get on there. You click through the point error link. Yeah, yeah. Sweat these beaks. Help us out. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Age of Sigmar, let's get back to to question. New, yeah, new of question month? of the month. What, what do we got? You came up with a pretty good one. Yeah, so we were talking about. Remember when Eighth Edition landed? We were trying to determine the percentage of people that turned into fucking bitchy negative dickweeds over the new edition. <laughs> uh-huh. and my guess is it was about forty percent of the people. Forty percent. The pretty high, maybe fifteen to twenty percent dropout rate. Mm-hmm. About as high as the high school I went to, <laughs> as it happens. But okay, so yeah, I think that dropout rate—that's that's probably probably about right. I'd say. Yeah. So yeah, our question this time is, and we want a percentage. Yeah, it may be an explanation if you can come up with something interesting or entertaining as to why. What percentage of people do you think? will turn into bitchy, whiny fucking cunts <laughs> when the Age of Sigmar drops. Maybe I'll be one of them. <laughs> yeah, we not, we're, we're not above this. No. We're, we're just curious. I'm a, yeah. Maybe factor us into your numbers. <laughs> and then what, also, what percentage of people are going to drop? Drop, yeah. Yeah, let's make it a double. So they have said all models will be playable and compatible. Mm-hmm. So that's no fucking excuse. Ooh, my army disappeared. I want to fucking... What do you guys think? Lay it on us. You could get a free entry into the Wapaka yeah. 2016 vacation contest and a priceless fucking prize. Well, it's worth five bucks. No, but they it's uh, priceless. <laughs> Not redeemable for cash value. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, entries have been a little light as of late, so you're in pretty good. Got pretty good odds so far. Yeah, people are probably hesitant over this age. Of, everybody's yeah, deciding I'm whether sure. to be a bitchy dropout cunt or not. Mm-hmm. Okay, sweet. I think that's all we got. Yeah, let us know. We're gonna kick it out here with some more James Dooley. Dooley. This track is called Vindication, and I don't know. Sounds like you're watching Age of Ultron or something. <laughs> <laughs> all right, suck my balls. It's my bees. <laughs>